Hello, welcome back to High Vibe Teaching. I'm so happy you're here. I'm your host, Bree Thompson, where I share with you how to get past the crap holding you back, how to heal past things that are no longer serving you, and how to be your high vibe, authentic self. I give you tips, tricks, and strategies, little ways to incorporate into your everyday life so you can live a high vibe as fuck life. In today's episode, I'm so excited because this is part one of Healing with Kendrick Lamar. I have Kendrick Lamar here today. Everyone give him a, lo- a round of applause. Um, he's going to be singing to me <laughs> off my phone, off iTunes. So I'm just really grateful he's here today. Thank you so much, Kendrick, for being here. Um, and we're going to be talking and healing with Kendrick through his music, um, I don't think I'm going to be playing his music on my podcast because I'm pretty sure that's copyright, but I did take notes. I have listened to this album probably five plus times. I've listened to the lyrics. I've gone through every single song. I've gotten such a vibe for this album. And if you haven't listened to my last podcast episode, um, it's all about healing and my healing journey. So I definitely recommend you listen to that episode first and then this one because this album helped me heal so much. And it's interesting because I've mentioned this album to people in my life and they say, oh, I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into this album. I think this album is so good. I'm not saying those the people that I talk to are wrong, but I love this album because of how raw it is, how deep it is. He literally just sheds... He, I know Kendrick... Lamar going through his healing journey and creating this album as a piece of art and as a reflection of what he was going through internally on a soul level is so empowering and is so like important. (laughs) And just thank you. Thank you so much, Kendrick, for creating this album and just going so far outside your comfort zone and releasing this and showing such a vulnerable side to yourself. That is not fucking easy to do. And you did it. And it was, we're going to get into it because wow. Um, it's an amazing album. And I loved how different it was. Each song is so different. Like it's literally journal entries to me. It's like Kendrick Lamar's journal entries <laughs> in music form, in this form of art. And I believe he created it and creators create the things they do as a form of expression for others to find if they're searching for that, if their soul yearns for that. Um, they're here. That's what that creation expression is. It's for people to touch and feel and learn from and evolve and grow. Like I've been saying, especially in last week's episode or last podcast episode is that you are here, here to heal. You are here to grow and thrive and be your best high vibe, authentic self, because we are all one. And when you are doing the best that you can, that means it gives other people the opportunity opportunity to do it themselves and to live their best lives. And I'm telling you, we can heal past the crap holding us back and literally live on heaven on earth. And the thing that got me with Kendrick Lamar, man, he brought up Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle is on his album. Eckhart Tolle speaks in this album. And I said, when I heard that, I said, I'm done. Like that is so good. I am just so like grateful and happy that 
you know, Kendrick Lamar's mainstream. He's a mainstream artist speaking his truth and bringing into bringing into the space um, Eckhart Tolle. Like, it's amazing. It's beautiful. I love it. I love all of it. <laughs> I read um, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and it completely changed my world. So he's an amazing um, creator himself. But let me take a little, let me drink a little bit more of my um, cacao, ceremonial cacao. Let me open my heart chakra. Let me get a little bit more aligned and ready to deliver my messages from what I learned from each song or what I got from each song and how I healed from each song. Because I do believe this album is very in your face, poke the shit out of you. If you are triggered by this album, it's because you need to heal. That's what I think. I think Kendrick healing himself and explaining his healing through music and his energy and vibration, like that's literally what he did. He took his energy and put it into song form and it is available for any and all to listen to. That is so powerful and just an example of infinite possibility on how you can shed your light. So give me a second. I'll be right back. All right. So I am listening to the songs a little bit, pausing, going back and forth. I have notes. I'm just going to vibe with how I want to deliver this. Um, also, this album is interesting because it's broken down into one through nine, and then it goes one through nine again, and then goes all the way back to number one, song number one. Um, so I'm going to separate this podcast into two different podcast episodes. This is for the first one through nine songs, the songs that I am like taking and deconstructing and vibing with and creating my own type of creation with is, um, I will be saying the names and you can listen to them for yourself. I highly, highly encourage you do. It's such a good album. Like it's such amazing art and so many things that he said is just, I've never heard someone say before so clearly to where me personally, when I'm go- when I was going through my initial healing journey, because we never stopped healing or we're, we never stop healing ever. Um, when I first started initially going through it and making the choice to continue through it, um, I thought I was going crazy. (laughs) I'm like getting all of these intuitive nudges and I'm like getting all of these ideas and I call them downloads and like informations and like figuring out my soul and like doing all of these bits and pieces that I thought I was going crazy. But then I hear Kendrick Lamar talk about it. I'm like, dope. I'm not alone. So I, I guarantee you, I know in the beginning, especially when you're actively healing and actively, you know, being a better version of yourself, um, choosing to, it does feel uncomfortable and you feel like you're going crazy with your ideas, but you're not. It's all part of the fun. All right. Song number one is called United in Grief. And I'm just going to listen to it for a second and then I'm going to go through it. So I love this album because of the buildup of the music. And even in one song, you go in so many different directions. So with the song United in Grief, in the beginning, he literally just says, I've been going through something for the last 865 days. And that's so interesting because when I first heard this song that my best friend showed me, it was the next song I'm going to talk about in 95. Um, me and my husband were, I think I said this in the last podcast episode or this one's, But um, we're driving to go see a house and we were listening to the song and I was just like, wow, that lit me the fuck up. 
And um, my husband mentioned like he hasn't put out new music in like two to three years. And I find that so interesting because for the past two to three years myself, I've been going through a healing journey. And guess what? We're not alone. I think this is a major time of huge transformations and healings. And let's just get into it. So to me, like when he raps in this first song, he's literally just pouring out everything of these hypocritical like things that we experience in our 3D. So it's like he says, what is a bitch in a miniskirt? What is um, feeling without, um, I think he says bitter bitter norm. Um, He goes into being like questioning all of these things that we hold meaning to. Um, he, to me, like in this part of the song, he thinks he's going, I think he's originally awakening. Cause, um, when you originally awaken, you, you think you're going crazy. Like I said, like, you're like, does everyone notice that this idea of business is not for the betterment of all? Or does anyone else notice that like school is super outdated and like this isn't working anymore? But, or does anyone else notice that, um, why is there only like two political systems in America? Like why it's like you just burst open. And I think this is the part where he's just like, I've been going through something and I've been questioning the fuck out of myself and all of these social norms that don't make sense or aren't for the highest of good for all. All right. So he goes into like, he talks about in this song, I grieve different. (laughs) I grieve different. And I love this because he literally in this song just shares everything. He shares that he, you know, had sex on a certain city tour. You know, he, he is very intimate in this song and he's very intimate with, um, like some sex addiction he may have. I'm just like, this is my interpretation. Like he's very, very, very open and, um, it makes you question yourself. It's so good. But he talks about, I bought a Rolex watch. I only wore it once. Bought infinity pools. I never swam in. Um, and I bought a couple mansions just for practice. And then 20 million taxes. He's sharing to me how he kind of used his fame and his money in a way that allowed him to heal a lot. And I resonate with that. And I'll talk more about it in a different song, one of my favorite songs on the album, but I think he's expressing here like him buying a Rolex he never wore or infinity pools he never swam in. Like that is very from the ego. And you live off your ego until you make the choice not to. And that's what healing is. And that's what awakening is. And that's what questioning is. And he just says, I grieve different. Everybody grieves different. To me, this is purely like, this is how I grieved and healed. How you do it is not going to look like mine. It may, it may not. It probably won't. I healed as well. Does my healing journey look like Kendrick Lamar's? No, it looks different, but we still did the energetic work. Both of us did. We have a lot in common. So um, go back to that last podcast episode I filmed if you want to learn more about my healing journey. But um, yeah, so... And not to judge other people for how they grieve. Judgment is judgment on yourself. Say this to my students. 
you are one. Like you are each other. You are one. We are all human. We are all people. What you say to your friend or to others, you say to yourself because we are all the same thing. Like we are all the same thing, human. And so when you judge someone for grieving a certain way or acting a certain way, that's that could be because they are grieving and moving through something and healing. So I really feel like when you heal certain parts of yourself and you tap into different sections of yourself, there is a grieving period. There is a grieving period. And it's like you're leaving this phase of your life and you're welcoming in a new phase of your life. And it's going to keep happening because you're choosing to up level all the time. It's almost like if you aren't grieving for certain things to be gone and let go, um, then you're not evolving and moving through, right? So everybody grieves different and don't judge. One love, always one love. All right, song number two is N95. I love this song so much. It lights me the fuck up. It is so fucking in your face. Like this song is so in your face about your ego desires and your ego mind maybe taking control of your life um, more than your soul, Um, caring way too much about the 3D material, Um, holding meaning onto the 3D material in beliefs that if you buy something or if you, um, like your outside reality is so important, but, but it doesn't match your inner being. Like, I like to think of this as, you know, how some people literally just choose to work for at jobs that really aren't serving them on a spiritual level, but they're just doing it for like money. If like their excuse for continuing a job they hate is for money to me, that's very ego because, um, I don't think we're meant to live that way. Like, why are you selling your soul for the dollar? Like it's money. It's an energy. You could go do something that you're absolutely passionate about and be 10, probably an an infinity times more abundant than you could ever by working a job you hate because you're chasing after the dollar in a rat race. Like, no. (laughs) So I love this song because it's just so fucking in your face. Okay. I just listened to the whole song. So I'm on fire. So I love this song because the lyrics are so good in your face. He literally says, take off the new logic that if I'm rich, I'm rare. Um, to me, what that means is like, take off this idea that you can't be, do and have anything that your heart desires. Um, he, in this song, he literally is challenging you And like poking at you and shining a light on you as in your soul, your shadow self um, of take off. What do you have if you had nothing as in physical? What would you have if you didn't have like your designer stuff or you didn't do the things that you did? It's like calling a shining a huge red light on anything mediocre in your life, anything that you're doing just to fit in, anything that you may be doing that, you know, you're just doing it because it's for aesthetic. He talks about that in the song. Um, he says, where the hypocrites at? I love the part because, you know, it's really challenging you to understand that if you're casting hate or like judging or, 
you know, doing things where you know, okay, this isn't in the betterment of all. Why am I doing it? It's, it's really like forcing you to look at all the hypocritical things that you have done and maybe are currently doing. Again, this is a very healing album to me. It's very like triggering, but triggering's not bad. It's healing. Um, so it's like take off all that the things, the stuff, the house, the money, the 3D, the cars, the jobs, the ju- like the 3D, take it all off. And who are you underneath all of that? Is it your ego running the show or is it your soul? This is a very ego pokey song. Um, and it's, and he says, ew, you ugly as fuck. It's funny. Um, underneath all of that, like, you know, we all know the people or situations or companies or because companies are entities, uh, businesses are entities. They are like souls. We all know that these things exist in our world. Um, but I do want to say like, yes, they exist, but doesn't mean that they won't change. Okay. I do believe that everyone is changing and evolving right now, but, um, I love how he says, you entertaining mediocre, better stop it. You entertaining old friends when they're toxic. What's your life like? Bullshit and gossip. Pay attention to who you surround yourself with. Pay attention to what you listen to. Pay attention and be aware of the music you listen to, of the people you hang around with, your job, your family. Like, pay attention. Pay attention. This song is truly shining a bright light on so many illusions in this world. Okay. And as he's rapping these lyrics, he's like, this shit's hard. Like it is a choice to live life more authentically in higher vibration and not judgmental and more free. It's a choice. And yes, it can be difficult at times. It's so rewarding on the other side. And he admits it. He's done it. He shined such a light on it. He literally says, what the fuck is cancer culture? And it's true. What is that? What is the ego creating rather than your soul? Okay. The next song is worldwide steppers. And I think this is one of the heaviest songs. It packs such a fucking punch. And, um, I would say it's not for like the rear, the weary to listen to the song and listen to the lyrics. It's really, 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 really good. Like, again, it's such a great piece of art. But um, how I... So in the beginning of the song, he's Kendrick's talking and he mentions Eckhart Tolle. And um, then you hear stepping sounds. And to me, that represents the ego. The stepping sounds, big steppers, that represents the ego, the past self. Um, I don't think he's he lives in his ego anymore. Um, he uses his ego as a tool. Yes, we don't hate our ego. Listen to my episodes about ego. We don't hate it. We use it as a tool. It's a tool. It just so happens that maybe it was ruling us a little bit too much. We were too mind heavy, but it's okay because we're balanced now. That's why we're here. But um This song is so extremely heavy and it is going to shine a lot of light on your shadow self. And what that means is your shadow is a piece of you that you're afraid to embrace. You're afraid to embrace the shadow side of you because you have been ridiculed for it in the past. 
Um, maybe society makes you feel like it's wrong if you are this way. Um, maybe your family has shunned you or shamed you for being this expression of yourself. That's what your shadow self is. And um, he is opening up about his awakening here. Like this again is an extremely deep healing song. And I think this is one of those songs that you should listen to on your own, but, um, it's very, very pokey, very healy, very, um, open. He talks about his past, um, sexual experiences and his past, like, sex addiction and how he used sex um, as a way of like power instead of using it more in an ego sense. Remember, like this is a very ego shadow self song. And it's like um, he used sex for more ego purposes. He um, really, I love how he says, and he's so honest. He says the industry is killing creatives for like, cancer cancel culture culture and like not being able to speak your truth with like not being able to speak your truth is not good like we should all be able to be free to speak our truth that is what i believe freedom is and he just says it like straight up like <laughs> like you know he makes us look at ourselves and truly question are we are we being hypocritical you know, are we going like, are we being fake? Are we wearing a mask? Are we truly embodying our souls? Are we living in our truth? It's a really, really great song. So please, I recommend giving it a listen. Worldwide Steppers. Okay. Next song is Father Time. I love this song. I love this song. This song, so good, opens up with um, Kendrick, like, you know, being all hard in his shell, saying, I don't need therapy. Like, I don't need to talk about it. I can just repress it. Um, No, you can't. You have to let it out. You have to let it out. Um, And then it's like a woman speaking and saying, you need to go talk to someone. Like, you need to go talk to Eckhart. Totally. I love that he shouts him out. Like, so freaking awesome. Um, so this song, and then you hear the stepping sounds, which is what I think is the ego. And this song is like so good for us to heal the relationships and situations and experiences that we have lived through with, from our parents. And that means like, even if whoever raised you, like it doesn't have to be your biological parents could be people in your family, whoever raised you, um, so much we learn from our parents that I believe we are here to rearrange and transmute and do better than. And um, I don't think we're supposed to be exactly like our parents. I think the point is for us to be the opposite, maybe, you know, be so different. You know, we, I, I just can't imagine living the same life as my parents because they grew up in a different era. They grew up in a different way. They believe different things than I do. And I, they were exposed to a lot different things back then. We're exposed to different things now. And when we have kids and when I have kids, like they're going to teach me lessons and I'm going to teach them lessons. And the, you know, the train continues. But um, I love this song. I highly recommend you listen to it. And it's like, and this is the interesting thing, like, you're like, my parents are great people. 
I love them so much. Like I love them so much. I could cry thinking about it. I love them, but they still like taught me lessons. They still showed me things. They still like taught me things that I held on to until I decided to heal, you know? And it was their role. It was their role on a soul level. And you learn so much from them. And, you know, it's a huge piece of your healing journey for sure. All right. The next song is Rich Spirit. And I love this song. I think this is one of my favorite songs. And the first time I heard it, it was one of my favorites because of the beat. Um, I love it. <laughs> so this song I love it. <laughs> he's trying to me, he's explaining his healing through balancing his, keeping his balance through earning a lot of money and not letting it and not letting his ego feed off of it. Um, staying in that balance and staying strong, going back to United in Grief when he just shows like he bought mansions and infinity pools he never swamped in and like Rolex watches he never used. He, to me, is healing through knowing on a very deep spiritual level, the power of the universal law of neutrality. Um, it, man, like that is a powerful, powerful, powerful universal law. And to me, he is really singing about it and rapping about it. Um, he's, he talked about the new earth with Eckhart Tolle and, um, there's a book called new earth. I want to dive into it and sing or sing and read about it and record a podcast episode about it after I listen to it on audiobook or read it. But I've heard a lot about the new earth. Let me know if you want me to make an episode about it. But, um, I love that he talked about it on, um, this song and a lot of, now listen, a lot of healing is like, not the sexiest and not the hottest and not the most attractive. Like when I first started getting into my healing journey, it was after I got fired from my first teaching job and, um, okay, I didn't get fired. I got let go, but, um, it made me realize, okay, I can do other jobs too. And then I started branching out into multiple streams of income. And then, you know, I just wanted so much, but then, you know, I had to balance it out myself. And I think that's one of our initial stages in spiritual awakening is realizing like money is just an energy and it's neutral as well. And it's here to serve as good and expand out, um, to help and enlighten others. Like it's not just my money or it's, you know, it's energy for me to like regurgitate in a way or like take within me and like build me up so I can spread out more of my light. Like that's how I literally the download I just got, like sucking it in, letting me build with it, build with it, build with it, and then releasing it out. But farther distances, farther distances, reaching more people, helping and serving more people. It's like a service energy money is. And I love this song so much. I definitely recommend listening to it um, because it's like kind of what would, what do you do for money? What is your job? The, one of the reasons why I love teaching is what I do. I teach kids. Like, I teach kids. I love it. And that's what I do. I don't do it for the money. I do it for the impact and like what my soul likes to do. So I love that song. Okay, the next song is a very, very triggering song. And I just wrote it in my notes because I do want to talk about it a little bit. It's called We Cry Together. 
And it's really intense because um, in the beginning, it's a woman and she says, this is what the world sounds like. And this song is fucking intense. Like I'm telling you right now, create your little energetic bubble, especially if you're an empath, which you probably are, um, because this will like, you will probably cling on to this a little bit. At least I did. And it's just these two, this couple just arguing and just saying really fucked up shit to each other and just being total like assholes to each other, which means they're doing it to themselves because relationships are here as mirrors. You have soul partnerships here to teach you lessons, to be your mirror, to poke at you and shine things on you that maybe you don't want to see for yourself, but that is why they're here. Um, and at the end, it literally says, stop tap dancing around the conversation. Yeah, totally. It's like, I don't know when me and my husband argue, sometimes I know in the moment it sucks or like when we bicker or like, or trying to come up with a solution. Um, I know in the moment it sucks, but I know like moving through it, it feels so it's like you're learning and flexing a muscle. Literally it's lessons. It's new. It's weird and raw, but at the end, it's all for purpose and a greater reason. I accidentally forgot number four, and this is Die Hard. And this is a really nice song because he says, I hope you see the God in me and like, forgive me. Like, I hope you see the good in me. I hope you see, like, he talks about his sex addiction here with, and he has a wife, like he has a partner and he probably cheated on her because of his sex addiction, because of how his ego labeled it as making him more powerful. He talks about it in the songs. So, or that's my interpretation of it. And here in this song, he's just saying like, I'm a highly sensitive being. I'm too passionate. It gets ugly. Subtle mistakes feel like life and death. I get emotional about life. Lost ones keeping me up at night. I think this might, I think this might be for his wife. Um, but like as a, it's a kind of like a full exposure of it, you know, it's on iTunes and Spotify and it's, he's a huge artist. So it's like him just saying like, I hope you see the God in me and forgive me because I am human. And same with everyone. Like that's why cancel culture is not beneficial for anyone. It's like, so not good. Um, because we always should forgive because forgiveness is releasing and healing. And I don't, this is just a really, really great song. So I just had a huge intuitive nudge to keep it just one episode instead of two because the second part of the album there was only two songs that I journaled about and wanted to dive a little bit more deeper about and just vibe with about if you want a part two let me know but there's only two more songs I want to get a little bit more into and like why not just keep it on one nice big juicy yummy episode um so I just took a quick break reheated my cocoa. I'm still here. So I kind of didn't get to talk about empath and, you know, Kendrick being an empathic, an empath person, an emp, (laughs) I don't think that's what it's called, but an empathetic person. And I believe that we are all empathetic people who are listening to this podcast. I believe a lot of teachers are, um, I believe a lot of people are, I believe our children are coming to us just so much more sensitive. And it's not a bad thing. It's like, you're just more sensitive to the 3D and you're more sensitive to energy. Like you're, you're just way more sensitive and it's not a bad thing. And I'm telling you, like, we probably should get used to it. Um, because our kids are coming in with 
they're different than like the kids that have been here. And like, you know, they're just very emotional, like sensitive. I, I'm repeating myself, but um, I want to talk a little bit more about empaths because I think if, I mean, for me myself, I was an am an empath um, and I carried the weight on the world. The weight of the world was on my shoulders. I was bogged down so heavy with the weight of everything that I saw happening in the world, like all the injustice and all of the fucked up shit and all of like the people hungry and, you know, all of the things that we shouldn't be seeing, um, you know, or not really desiring to be seen. Um, I would hold on to that and think that I had to take care of it or I have to directly do something about it. All of these different things, education, students, children, wasting food, the terrible food quality that the kids are even being fed, um, the freaking water, the water, the water, (laughs) like all of the animals, like all of these things, like you can feel, but I'm telling you right now, uh, Um, I don't know if I mentioned it yet, but the High Vibe Women's Collective Group, I highly recommend you join if you are feeling called because I'm going to help you be in your power. I'm going to teach you and show you the tools on how to be grounded in your power so you don't have to let the world bring you down anymore, okay? You're an empath, but it's your superpower. If you're being like bogged down and like weighed down by the current state of reality at this point in time... um, then you are not living in your power as an empath. Um, and I will help you. I will teach you. So join. The link will be available very, very soon. I only open it a couple times a year. And it's live coaching two times a month with a group of other women just choosing to live their best high vibe selves. So I highly recommend that you come on over and come vibe with us. But what I was trying to say before I went on this um, before I went on in that direction, um, is like, we are here to help the collective. We are here to help the earth and all of these things that bog us down. If we're bogged down, we can't be of service. Like we're, I don't know if you've ever heard of the term light worker, but that's what I believe. Like we're here, we're here to bring our good energy around others and transmute and change and to uplift people and make them feel happy. Not make them, but like just be that energy source, that light in someone's maybe dark day or the dark reality of right now um, or, you know, the dark reality of whatever. For some, be that light, be that like, source of radiance that will help someone get through their day. Um, that's what I think you're here to do. And I think a lot of teachers go into education to take on the world, the weight of the education system of everything that's wrong with it. And you get bogged down and you become like not as powerful. So we can learn a lot about being empath and standing in our power by Kendrick Lamar as well. So let's get into the next song, and it's called Silent Hill. And I love this song because it is like a perfect representation of like how you can handle stress, how you can handle, um, make the choice to be around like stressful situations or people or like people who are testing you or poking at you. Like I'm telling you, you are forever going to just be 
like kind of like poked at in ways for you to evolve and heal. The point is not to be stuck. The point is to forever grow. And um, I think this song is like really nice to vibe to if you're feeling annoyed by someone. I'm going to listen to it real quick. Okay, so this song is so fun because he just talks about like swerving, swerve, 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 the bullshit that might come at you. Don't attach to it. Don't attach to it. It's just neutral. It is what it is. It's whatever. It's like a thing that you are experiencing so you don't have to again. So um, swerve. And he talks about stillness because he's like, I'm stressed out. Be quiet. Stressed out. Stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's like quieting your mind because usually it's your mind that's running the show if you're stressed. Just saying. You're not supposed to be in a stressed out state. You're supposed to be calm, neutral, collective. Um. Your nervous system is supposed to be calm. You're not living with a bunch of dinosaurs. Okay. You're living with... um. Like you're, I know, I know the, I know some humans could be a little scary, but they just are like, you know, it just is, it it is swerve. Okay. Don't attach to it. Don't call it scary. Swerve. (laughs) Detach. (laughs) So this song I wrote the notes on push all the distractions away, all of the distractions away. It's all distraction. It's a distraction if you are holding meaning to it and it's not serving you. Straight distraction, slowing you down. This is one of my favorite songs. It gets me so hyped. So I love this song because it's such a common theme to kind of like attach your power to other people. Attach your powerful meaning to other people, other things like attaching your power to others or thinking that this is a good example, thinking that you can't have what other people have or like your other people are different. That's why they're successful. Or you could never do any, the things that you want to do because you know, it, you just don't have the opportunity or blah, 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 like creating all these excuses and limiting beliefs. But, um, this song is, really the truth of the matter is you are infinite. You are God and human incarnate. Like you are so important. You are so powerful, so powerful. That's why you're able to create your reality. That's why you're alive. That is why you're here. That is why, um, you are such a powerful manifester. You're manifesting all the time, all points of the day. And the truth is that Kendrick Lamar is not your savior. Um, I am not your savior. Um, I don't know. Maybe you really hold on to really powerful beliefs of um, other entities or things as being your savior. Well, really, you are your own savior. You are your best healer. You are your hardest critic. You are your best friend. You are your is you are your empowerment. You are your mirror. <laughs> is that even me? I feel like I'm not even making like normal sentences, but it's because I'm like vibing. But you are your own savior. You are so powerful. You hold everything within you. And that is why you have to question why am I not being set up for success? 
and that's where the journey begins. But I want you to know that I am not your savior. (laughs) I find it just as hard to love thy neighbor. Yes, we're all learning. All of us are. Um, we're just here to like give you sparks of inspiration and sparks of knowledge. And like, I think a huge part for me, at least, um, why I choose to podcast and YouTube and create high vibe teaching is, um, one, it has an entity of its own and it wants to be birthed and created. And two, um, to just spread this positive light out into the ether, out into the world for other people to grab, attach, or like to grab onto or feel and be like, oh, I've never felt that before. Or I have felt that before. That feels so good. I want more of that. Like I feel more positive. I feel more uplifted. I feel better. I don't feel sad or anxious anymore. Like I love my life. I love who I am. I love my family. I love my job. I love this earth. Like I love being here on earth. That is why I (laughs) choose to like, you know, do this and be this expression um, to spread. But He's just saying that you are your own savior. You don't need to look outward for anything. Everything is within you. Everything is within you. So I will say, just came to me from listening to the song. In order for you to find your own personal power, continue to listen to that spark that is within you. It's housed like in your gut area. I would say below your heart, but that's where mine's housed And you just make the choice every single day in the smallest, little, tiniest way to listen to that and lead with that. And it's like that little spark that will grow into a roaring fire to where you are so bright and magnetic and lit the fuck up and just blazing such a powerful trail behind you of wanting better for everyone because you want better for yourself. You are everyone. Everyone is one. So when you take full radical responsibility for yourself and, you know, living in your true purpose, um, living in your true design, living in your true soul expression, then you are choosing to like live in your purpose. And it's extremely beautiful. And it happens when you decide and declare that you are your own savior. You are taking radical responsibility for yourself, your actions, your beliefs, your thoughts. It's all you. It's all you. Your ego, it's all you. Guess what? The pre- the people in your life, it's all you because you are one. We are one. <laughs> We're all made of the same thing. <laughs> Real quick, um, the next song is Anti-Diaries. I highly recommend you listen to it for yourself. I don't want to spoil anything in the song. It's so good. Um, Listen to it. Like, it's so good. It's a story song. I don't want to say anything else. Listen to it. Message me on Instagram what you think about it. Um, This is your invitation to message me and tell me your thoughts and your expression of what you think the song means to you and what it represents. And it's really good. So I would love to hear your opinion. That was anti-diaries, just for you to remember. Anti-diaries. All right, Mr. Morale is a very interesting song. It's like so in your face. It's so interesting. The first time I heard it, I was just like, I think I was walking my dogs and it was just like I got caught up in the song. So I got a little scared in the beginning, but it's very good. All right, this next song is Mr. Morale, I believe. Yep, Mr. Morale. 
holy crap, I need you to listen to it. To me, this song is like truly a universal call out for us to come together and to bust through the crap that the earth has been suffering with, with a lot of, um, you know, hunger and starvation. Like, you know, we're not supposed to live this way. And it's like, huddle up, call the flag. (laughs) Hydrate. (laughs) It's time to heal. It's like, let's come together as one, bring the troops, holla back. Let's get in this. Let's freaking win the game. Like, this is very, like, winning game energy. Like, let's come together. Let's do this thing. Let's fuck this shit up. (laughs) And let's heal. Like, he even says, who's going to heal them but us? Us. Who's going to heal but us? And this is something that I want you to know. If you have a desire to help others and to heal people and to serve, okay, you are carry a healing energy to you. And it is time for you to step into that power. It is time for you to step into that version of yourself that is here here to heal. I felt the call. I decided to move with it and to step into my purpose. And here I am. I encourage you to do the same. If you need help, reach out. Um, But it's like this is a universal call out song. Listen to it. It's so good. I love this song. Another really great healing song is Mother I Sober. Such a beautiful song. Please listen to this song and listen to the lyrics. So good. Like, I am telling you, listen to the song, listen to the lyrics. It's like one of those songs that are just coming straight from Kendrick's heart and soul that I think you should listen to and feel through it because it is honestly so beautiful. That song was Mother I Sober. So good. So fucking And then the last song is Mirror. And I find this song interesting because to me, in this song, he's talking to his listeners, his fans, and just telling them, like, I don't know if it's a goodbye. To me, I feel like it's a goodbye for maybe a bit or for a long time, or maybe he's choosing to go more independent Um, I don't know if he has like a record label. I honestly, the music industry fascinates me, Um, fascinates me. But maybe he, to me, it sounds like he's separating from music or like how he delivers it. I'm not quite sure. There's something um, there that he's kind of like overaring to. Is that what it's called? Ovar, like good day, goodbye Um, to Um, And then the last song, I'm going to listen to it real quick. Um, It's called The Heart Part Five. Um, and, and, And in Mirror, he says, I chose me, I'm sorry. And again, that's why I think he might be leaving or making a huge kind of shift and change. Okay, I just listened to the last song on the album, The Heart Part Five. And that is, I'm trying to think. So that song to me is just him. I don't, I, to me, it feels like he's leaving some, he's leaving, he's going on to something new and he's shining a huge light on what we claim is acceptable in how we live our lives. Continuing to do the same patterns that we saw as kids, continuing to live the same way as like the wrong, it's like, 
continuing to repeat the same patterns over and over and over, even though they hurt us and hurt others? Like, when is it going to stop? When are, who, who is going to choose to be this setter of breaking the karma? That's what karma is. Karma is this repeat of a pattern, this repeat, 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 keeps going and going and going and going. And why is it that, or more careful how you label that? Pay attention how you label the repeated patterns within your self, your family, your lineage, your culture. Pay attention. Is that betterment for all? And I mean, Kendrick wrote a beautiful song. I highly recommend listening to that song as well. Just and because it's the last one in the album, I think he's really like saying goodbye and just being this example of full potential. And I think he's doing something else now. Like I follow him on Instagram and I don't even think he has any posts or like does anything on his stories at all. The only thing I saw was recently it was for like a commercial for, I think, cell phones, but he probably had a contract to do that, um, that carried over into now, but I haven't seen him do anything at all. Um, so I do think he's kind of like leaving this here. I, maybe he'll come back later, but he also talks about the power of the energy of his whole journey. Like he had his journey in front of everyone. You know, I, you know, I have an audience. Yes, but I was able to keep my journey more behind the scenes. He is a huge celebrity, so he didn't have that opportunity really. Um, I'm sure a lot of his like dirty laundry was aired out on things and he had to really, um, take a lot of different types of healings. You know, everyone's healing journey is different. So, I just thank Kendrick Lamar so much for being here. Thank you so much, Kendrick, for um, creating this music and really just living on your energetic edge. I could tell this whole album, beautifully done. I would love to see you, though, perform this live, I will say. I would love to hear you perform songs on this album live. So um, (laughs) thank you for listening. Um, I hope you found so much you know, good energy. I know you did. I know you love this episode. I have been really dreaming and thinking about this episode for months now, and I'm so grateful that it came into creation. And I hope you heal and love through this music, through this podcast. And um, please give this podcast a share. If you loved it, tag on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about the podcast. Um, Thank you so much for being here as well. Subscribe, follow me on Instagram, message me on there. I love talking to you. Um, follow me on YouTube, join the High Vibe Women's Collective so we can work together. Um, I'm telling you, you're going to love it. And then just thank you so much. Um, I will see you around. I, you know, I'll see you in the next episode, but <sighs> thank you so much for being here. And just thank you so much for listening to your heart and choosing to (laughs) allow me the opportunity to shine my light and, you know, take you along with me. So I love you so much. And remember becoming high vibe has changed my life and it is going to change yours too. All right. I love you.